1: classic streams. Well John? Well? I... I couldn't find out, Anna. What? I checked. I, I checked every way I knew how. There's no trace. Anna, I tried every trick I could think of. You know if anyone could trace Mason, I could. Why, even the police are baffled, too, Anna. I, all I need is a, a little time. I, I've never failed you before, Anna. no. Not before. In just a little more time, you fool Anna. There isn't time. What's the
2: matter with you? But
1: I did the best I could. There simply isn't any
2: lead. Oh yes, there is. There must be, particularly for you. You know what he's doing. Yes. Following a lead to the nursing home.
1: But how? And why? Why should he even think of the nursing home? Well, If I knew that, I'd know the answer. But we didn't leave a train. Mason
2: must have found one.
1: Well, yes, maybe. Maybe, certainly, he must have found something, or he, he wouldn't have put himself so far out of the land.
2: We've got to stop him, John.
1: Uh, Anna, shall we go out to Minnesota and wait for
2: him? No, you fool. We mustn't let him get near Minnesota. Then we aren't... have to find out where he is now. We've got to stop him now. oh uh, uh, We will. No. We'll find him and
1: we'll stop him. In a mason's hampered, the police are after him. He's on the dodge, Anna. He's got to be careful. Not careful enough. With the police looking. Not hard enough. He's not on a vacation, Anna. He's got
2: trouble. Not troubles enough. Of course. Hmm? I'll... I'll buy him some trouble. Uh, what you say? While well, you waste time. I'm going to do something. Waste? I'm doing the best oh, I can. Oh, shut up and hand me the phone. What? The phone! Oh,
1: oh. Right. Here, my love.
2: Dial up, off. It. Go on.
1: Uh, yes, my love.
2: Uh, why well, just I... shut up? There's someone answering. Uh, hello? I'd like to speak to Mr. Apt, if you please. Oh, yes, yes, I know he's busy, but this is terribly important. Oh, yes, my dear, really important. Hmm? Oh, uh, well, uh, just say, uh... Why, yes, say it's a public-spirited citizen. That's right. A public-spirited citizen who, who detests publicity. Yes, uh, I'll wait, dear. Uh, what are you up to, Annette? Trouble for Mr. Mason. What? Go upstairs and get Kitty John. She's seeing App later, and I want to brief her beforehand. Uh, Mr. Apt? Uh, oh, well, well, I can't tell you my name, sir. No, I, I really can't. However, I, I know what I've got to say will interest you, because... Well, it it concerns Perry Mason. Uh, Are you listening, sir?
0: Well, up until now, Perry Mason and Della have had very little trouble, as under the names of John and Sally Smith, they've been driven southward by the salesman, Mr. Norris. Oh, Norris had done a lot of talking about the places he's been and the things he's seen and his business triumphs. And Perry and Della have learned that Norris considers himself a very sharp fellow indeed. But for the last hour or so, Mr. Norris has kept returning to the subject of the fugitive lawyer Perry Mason. And Mason is beginning to notice a speculative gleam in Mr. Norris's rather close set eyes. Now, as they drive through a little town just south of Baltimore... As I was saying about
3: that mason thing... What
2: road are we on, Miss hmm? What's that,
3: Miss Smith? What road are we on? Oh, oh, well, this is a little back road I happen to know. Uh, we stay on this a few more miles and then uh, turn southwest for Atlanta. But now about mason... Uh, isn't this kind of roundabout? Uh Uh-huh, but, uh, you know, I'll I'll make a confession, Mr. Smith. And what's that? Well, I've got a friend just outside of Washington. I want to stop off and see him. But
0: I thought... He's a very good
3: friend, a close friend. I always stop and see him. You don't mind?
2: Well, no, I I don't guess we mind. Only, we were kind of anxious to get to Atlanta.
3: Well, Mr. Norris, you were going to tell us about this uh, car deal. Car deal? Oh. Oh... You interested?
2: Uh huh. Well,
3: I got this car from my cousin Don. Now, old Don's got a big farm outside of Marietta, Georgia. <laughs> got more money than sense, but gamble, oh man, how he does love to gamble! Cards, pitching horseshoes, shoot dice, any don't matter to him. The died in the wool gambler, he huh? was, <laughs> till I killed him. Oh, uh, just a second, Mr. Better slow down going through this uh, town. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me. Some of these Maryland constables are real tough. Anyhow, about old Don. Now, one of my trips north, I, I had my old car then. Yes, your old car. Well, isn't
2: this a pretty little town,
3: John? Yes, yeah, sure is. Well, now, let me tell you. I got me some trick dice.
2: What?
3: Well, the kind of dice you can roll any number you want. supposed to use them for tricks. See? Ouch! Huh?
2: Well, I I I caught on before you dug your elbow in my ribs, Mister (laughs) Niles.
3: Well, anyhow, I played a trick on old Don.
2: With crooked dice.
3: Mm, Tricked him right out of his car. I'd have got his farm too if his wife hadn't busted up the game. (laughs) You, you better slow down a little more. Well, I'm just doing forty, and I'm watching out behind.
2: I hope you can spare a glance ahead occasionally.
3: Oh, now you just relax, Miss Smith. Yeah, I'm going to turn on the radio.
2: Say, I was very interested in that dice game. No, I'll
3: tell you all about that in a minute. I I want to get the news. Well, it's after 6 o'clock. Oh, who cares about the world news? I want to see what's cooking on that lawyer. Oh. And that fellow Mason. Yes,
2: I know you mean.
3: I still think a good way for Mason to get loose would be to just get in the car and go. Don't you think so, Mr. Smith? Are you you not on the station? No, No, I'm not. not. Mounting election. Ah, that's
0: it. There's been a new development in the search for Attorney Perry Mason. Hey,
3: you hear that? A new release has
0: just come from the office of Assistant District Attorney Frederick... Well, maybe they've caught, Mr. Mason. Mr. Apt has announced that an anonymous public-spirited citizen has just posted a reward of $1,000.
1: Hey.
0: $1,000 for information leading to the location of Perry Mason. $1,000. Mr. Apt says he does not know the identity of the public-spirited citizen. However, he says that the citizen is a woman. A woman? And Mr. Apt says the reward is bona fide. He's holding the money in trust to be given to the person or persons deserving. Hey, hey. Now for the sports round of baseball officials.
3: Ah, a thousand bucks. A public spirited
0: citizen.
3: Yeah. It, it didn't say a word about that missing killer, Mrs. Graham. Well, what's that? Mason's client. Maybe they think she committed suicide after all. Yeah, maybe. Well, somebody sure wants Mason caught. Man, a whole thousand dollars. <laughs> Somebody's going to latch on to that. They'll
2: have to spot Mason first.
3: thousand dollars is a big help to the eyesight, Mrs. Smith. Yeah, thousand ah, dollars. That takes some thinking about it. Well, hadn't you better slow down? Yeah, we're almost out of town. Man, what I couldn't do with a thousand dollars.
2: Such a pretty little town, isn't uh-huh. it? So clean and nice.
3: Say, I-, I wonder what you'd have to do. What was that? I mean, if you spotted Mason. Just call the police. Now, uh, Mr. Smith?
2: Oh, John, isn't that the prettiest little house? The that, that, one honey? on the bluff with the white shutters right there on the
3: hill. Boy, if I There's had that house.
2: There's a out in the yard, you see
3: him? Oh, say, no, oh. Sir, You'd better yeah, watch yourself. 8, hey,
2: look out. That child's wagon is rolling. Oh! oh boy, what happened? What?
3: You hit a child's wagon. Was there? No, there was no child in it. they roll down the draft. Well. Wow, I'd hate to, to be dodging a hit and run. Here, let me pull it out from under the car and get going. Oh, well, wait. Uh, wait, nothing. This is a tough little town. and We can get held up. Come on, give me a hand. Uh, are you all right, Bella? Now that I know, there wasn't a child in that wagon. All right, then, listen a minute. Come on, uh, help me, Smith. Yeah, just a minute, Norse. My wife is a little shaky. Tell him, did you notice anything about Norris? I mean, uh... the way he's been looking at you. Yeah, ever since he heard about that reward.
1: Harry, do you think he suspects who you are? Well, he
3: suspects. That he's even half as sharp as he thinks he is, and I know he's fully as crooked as I think he is. Harry,
2: huh? look, that
3: man. Has... Huh? Oh, from the house. I seen you. I seen you. All right, now take it easy. You tore up my kid's wagon. I said, take well, it easy. Trouble. That, that wagon rolled right out in front. Of him. I caught you red-handed. I'm going to call the law. The law. That's bad trouble. Can he call a police? You fellas come whipping through town her, like 60. Anybody can call the, the police. You just let me explain. I've got anybody. eyes.
0: You can't talk yourself out of this. There's no
3: help from it. I've got to get us out of it. Here goes.
0: Well, Perry Mason ran into trouble much sooner than Anna B. Hurley expected. Trouble Hurley expected. Trouble Hurley expected. Trouble due to the reward Anna posted. Because Norris was thinking about that reward so hard he didn't see the wagon. And as we'll learn, Perry Mason's troubles have only started. But more of that tomorrow. It's a little past six in the evening, immediately after the close of our last episode. And in a small town a few miles south of Baltimore, the car belonging to salesman Norris is pulled off the side of the road. And Norris himself stands in front of his car, arguing heatedly with another man over the wreckage of a child's wagon. While inside Norris's car, we hear... All I've got to straighten this out, Bill. Oh,
2: Perry, I wish you didn't have to get mixed up in it. Well,
0: the way Norris
3: is handling it, he'll get us mixed up with the police.
0: You just try it, mister. Just try. It. I'm going to call the law. You, you just keep talking. I'm taking your license number.
3: What's the matter, Norris? Oh, this guy's acting tough, Mr. Smith. I'm you. insisting on my just right. But I couldn't help hitting your kid's wagon. We'll let the law say about they this. They won't listen to reason. Now, come on, let's go. This fella's crazy. You just try to drive off. You won't get out of the county. I've got your license number. What? Well, wait a minute, Norris. Now you let me talk to him, We'll huh? let the law decide. I'm standing up for my rights. I'll call
0: my brother. Well, what's your
3: brother got to do with it? He's a constable. Your brothers? The... Oh, no. Uh, just a minute, mister. Huh? Uh, You better call a lawyer before you call anybody. I don't need no lawyer. Yes, you do. You're in trouble. I'm in trouble? When you ran over my kid's wagon? You don't know much about legal liability. Well, maybe I don't know big words, but now my brother. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah, you go on and tell him, Mr. Smith. See, it's your responsibility to keep your child's toys off public streets. Now, this is a public street. And that wagon rolled right in front of this car. Are
0: you trying to say I'm responsible? The law says you are. Well,.
3: My brother's the law in this share of town. Mister, the laws of public liability pertain in any man's town. Well, go on, Mr. Smith. You tell him. You go right ahead and tell him. Now, this wagon here created a public hazard. Yeah, you can be held liable for damages to this man's car. What? You can't? So, if uh, you try to cause trouble for us. I-, I can make him pay for my car? Yeah, you could. Well,
0: well now I look. Don't look here. B-
3: now, you just look here, mister. Look how the paint's all scratched up and the radiator grill's all bent. Now, well, you two fellas are trying to fast-talk me. Oh, now, wait. There must be 15 or $20 damage to my car. Yeah. Be quiet, mate. Say, what are you, mister? A lawyer? You know, I'm a guy who likes to avoid trouble.
0: You talk like a lawyer.
3: Never mind that. Now, let's get down to Casey.
0: Well, I ain't paying you no money. I'm going to call my brother. Well, let,
3: let me finish. Now, we don't want no trouble. And neither do you. So I'm willing to be Fair?
0: Fair? How
3: do you mean? Huh. Hey, do you think this will cover the cost of a new wagon? Hey, ten bucks. And look at the what of money in that wallet. You're giving me ten bucks? Sure, yeah, to get your child a new wagon. Is that uh, satisfactory? Yeah, sure. Well, but then I... it's all settled. Now, you better go tell him. Yeah. You're a square shooter, mister. Hey, hey, what about all this junk here? You
0: keep it, you pay, it.
3: Mark. All right, Norris, let's get rolling, huh? Oh, no, no, wait a second, Mr. Smith. Huh? Uh, you got us out of that jam, awful sleigh. So? Awful sleigh. Now, if you hadn't have stepped in, well, we'd have got all tangled up with the police. Well, we're all cleared now, sir. Well, now, so... now, wait, wait. What's on your mind? Is uh, what you said true about that guy's responsibility?
0: Maybe I was bluffing.
3: Oh, no, no. You knew what you were talking about. Now, you know the law, just like a lawyer. No, What about damages to my car? Maybe I should stay and make him pay. Or uh, maybe you don't want to talk to the cops, Mr. Smith. So that's it. Well, no, I'm just a poor man, Mr. Smith, and I'm saving you a lot of money. Carrying you with me all the way to Atlanta. Yeah, we're the not there. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. yeah. you got a lot of money in that wallet of yours, Mr. Smith. Meaning you want me to pay for the damages to your car? Is that it? Well, uh, here. Well, thank you, Mr. Smith. Hey, that's only a dollar bill. Yeah, to cover the damage to your car. Those other dents are old ones. Oh, smart guy. Huh? I'll get along. Uh, you're not the only smart guy, Mr. Smith. Look, North. Let's get going. Huh? Okay, but uh, but let's stop and eat. There's a good place just down the road. Uh, Robbie Lee's roadside restaurant. Just down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'll drag this junk out of the way and put it beside the road. But I'll uh, see you in the car.
2: Gary, oh, thank heaven Where's you got.
3: Norris is pretty sure. Perry, and with a thousand-dollar reward writing on my neck. Norris is money hungry.
2: Perry, what are we going I think to I
3: do? I know what he's up to.
2: Well, I don't. Well,
3: I can't explain to you now. But whatever you do, follow my lead, and follow my lead exactly, Della. This is Robbie Lee's restaurant.
2: Well, if the food tastes just half as good as it smells...
3: Oh, it. it's just as good. A little expensive, maybe, but uh, Mr. Smith don't care about that. Oh, uh, there's a table over there. We'll have to wait to get served, but uh, that'll give us a chance to talk. That's good, because we want to talk to you, too. Yeah. Well, after I've had mice... Well, you better hear me out first. We've uh, reached the end of the line, Norris. Oh, is that so? Yeah, we we decided this is as far as we go. Sally and I made up our minds to strike out in a different direction. Ain't we Sally, Lou?
2: Huh? Oh, yes, sir, we sure have.
3: Oh. What does that mean? Going to Denver after all. Huh? Denver? Well, that's where they uh, thought you wanted to go. Who's that? Why, the police. Miss Oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you see I'm too smart to be fooled anymore. No, you know, evidently, you got us uh, mixed up with some other Oh, people. now, don't start that, Mr. Mason. I should have known when I first saw you. Norris. And when I heard you laying down the law to that fella back there, all of a sudden... Norris, I said... your thoughts are your own concern. As far as we're concerned, this is the end of the road. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, you know better than that. There's a little something to settle for. Okay. I'll say it. What about that reward? What about it? Well, when a public-spirited citizen puts up a thousand to know where you are... If I am I you. figure it's my duty to let her know. Uh-huh. Now, I'm a public-spirited citizen, too. <clears throat> and besides, I'm just a poor guy trying to get along, and... Well, I've, I've been thinking... Go on. I'm a reasonable guy. I'm waiting. But if I if, if I, I keep, keep my mouth shut, that thousand dollars just flies out the window. Unless. Uh... Unless I come up with the money, in which case you would keep your mouth shut? That about covers it. And now don't think of getting tough. All I have to do I no, wasn't thinking out. of getting tough. I think maybe you have a reasonable proposition. Oh, Perry. Uh, we have to deal with Indella. Now that's being smart. Only, Mr. Norris, if I give you the money, how will I know that you keep your mouth shut? Oh, you can trust me. <laughs> now, you just hand over that Wait. Box. There's a little string attached. Yeah? We want you to take us back to Baltimore. Well, what kind of a chump do you take me for? You think I'd go anywhere with you after holding up for a thousand? Now, look here, Norris. uh ah, I... Now, you look. You just peel me off a thousand bucks, and you go your way, and I'll go mine. And how do I know that you'll keep your end of the bargain? Why? I'm giving you my word. Ha. Huh. Uh-huh. But it's up to you. Now, I can tip off the police right now and make a thousand. Or you can give it to me. I, I don't care. You just make up your mind. Uh-huh. Doesn't seem there's much choice. <laughs> now, you're being smart. Just the same. Why? We start passing around that kind of money in here. Somebody is sure to notice it. So let's step outside. Yeah? Just out in front. Nothing can happen to you. Uh, is this a stall? What, are you too lazy to step out in front for a thousand dollars? You try something and I'll yell. Now you're stalling. Oh, we can wait a minute. Where are you going? I want to use that phone a minute to, uh, to call my wife. I just happened to think I, uh, I promised to call her right at this time. <laughs> now, don't look at me like that, mister. You can watch me. I'll be calling long distance. I'll do better than that. I'll go with you. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I, I don't think so at all. A man likes to speak to his wife uh, personal. Well, then uh, wait until after... Uh-uh, Mr. Mason. Now, you get this straight, son. You're in a lock. You've got to trust me. I do? Yeah, or I'll turn you in. <laughs> now you just stop worrying.
2: I'll be right back. Harry, he's going to call the police. I just know he is. Watch him. Why, he is dialing long
3: distance. Yes, which means he's too smart to call the local police. What? We're only ten miles from Baltimore, but he'd have to call long distance to call the Baltimore police. Oh. And if that's what he's doing, we're in a spot. Isn't
2: there any way... Sure,
3: I'm not going to hold still to Norris's trap. Now look, Della, the next five minutes of the payoff, now listen and listen well. This is what we're going to do as soon as Norris steps out of that phone booth.
0: Well, Mr. Norris considers his position most fortunate. He stands to make a thousand dollars, maybe two thousand, if Mason pays off and Della's suspicions are correct. But you've just heard Perry Mason say he doesn't intend to hold still for Norris' trap. And yet, what can Perry Mason do? Well, we'll learn tomorrow, so won't you join us? A few hours ago, when Anna B. Hurley, posing as an anonymous public-spirited citizen, posted a thousand dollars reward for information as to the whereabouts of attorney Perry Mason, Anna hoped for quick results. But the results are coming a lot faster than even Anna hoped for. For right now, in a roadside restaurant about ten miles south of the city of Baltimore, Bella Street has been sitting tense, concentrating on what Perry Mason has been telling her.
3: You understand now, Bella? Yes. I'll check as soon as Nora steps out of that phone booth. He's watching us, Chief. All right, let him. Don't look at him. Now, let me see your lipstick. Lipstick? Yes, and lean forward so that he can't see you. Hand it to me on this side. Ah, right, Good. A great big long metal case. Yes, of
2: course, but but why?
3: Maybe no reason. I'll know when Nora steps out of that phone booth. Right, here he comes. Uh, you folks ordered yet? No, not yet. You uh, speak to your wife? Uh huh. Everything's fine in Georgia. That's good. And everything will be fine in Maryland as soon as we finish our business. Mm-hmm. You ready to hand over that thousand dollars, Mister Mason? You don't care if I quit calling you Mr. Smith, do you?
2: Uh, just as long as you don't say it too loud.
3: Well, we'll finish our business. In... First, now where are you going? I want to check up on a plane schedule. Since we've reached the parting of the ways. Oh, oh, plane schedule, huh? Just sit here and talk to Bella. Wouldn't be thinking of trying to run out on me, would you? You'd see me if I did. Remember, all I've got to do is notify the cops to get the reward. If you try. You would. If you try. (laughs) You know, I don't care where I get that thousand but I don't care where I get that thousand but I don't care where I get that thousand but I don't care where I get that thousand but I don't care where I get that thousand bucks relax, Norris. I'm only going to form. I'm only going to form. I'm only going to form. Long distance? Yeah, I just put in a call to Baltimore. Are you Baltimore? Are you the same young lady? I just put in a call to the police department. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Connect me up again, huh? And hurry, please, ma'am. Let me speak to the same policeman. Uh huh. That's right. My name is Norris. I'm calling from uh, Robbie Lee's restaurant. Here. Thank you. Oh, yes, ma'am, yes. Uh, uh, hello, this is Norris. You, you, you the man I just spoke to? Yeah, uh, about that Perry Mason thing? What if I do sound different? I'm excited. Wouldn't you be? Uh. Well, now look, Sergeant, there's been a change. Now, now, just a minute, just a minute. I couldn't help it. Mason changed his mind here. Yeah? He wants to come back to Baltimore and catch a plane. That's right, him and the woman. Denver someplace... That Atlanta trip was just a blind. Oh, no, uh-uh, he won't wait, Sergeant. So all you got to do is be waiting at the airport. Sure, I'm sure. You think I want to lose a $1,000? Oh, we'd be leaving right away. He's in a hurry. Yeah, that's right. Now, you're not going to forget my name. It's Norris. E-E Norris. Now, I aim to get that reward, Sergeant. Yeah, yeah that's it. Double E Norris. All right, goodbye. Double double crosser. Find out what you wanted? Yeah. Now, uh, I'd be willing to have you folks come along with me. I I got no hard feelings, you understand? Uh-huh. But since maybe you got a few hard feelings, I I guess it's just as well you're heading west. Yeah. Mr. Norris and I gonna step out in front a moment, Bella? Oh? Just a minute. I changed my mind. I don't much think that I will step out of this room with you, Mason. Scared? No, playing safe. Well, look, let's understand each other, Norris. I will not hand over that much money in here, and that is final. But now, look... The parking lot is well-lighted. Well, lighted well think it over. Wait while we eat. No, no, that'd be too late. Too late for what? Well, uh, I mean, uh, you sure you got the money? (sighs) Look in this wallet. well. Okay, Okay. let's go outside. But we'll stop right outside. Oh, sure. Where are you going? The parking lot. You've got a lot of money on me. I need light to come. Oh, yeah. You're getting a good break, you know that? Yeah. I sure can use that thousand. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get shut of my wife. Your what? Going to buy me a divorce. Always oh, pecking and heckling me. How come I spend so much money? How come I'm going so much? Uh, hey, now listen. This is this is far Well, there's your car. We'll stand over by that. Now, I'm watching you. Oh, you're a cute lad, Norris. I wouldn't try to double cross you. Huh? I said you're cute. Tricky. Well, cut out the talk and handle with the money. Hey, what are you looking at? That's funny. Hmm? What? That pretty girl there going in the restaurant. Girl? Where? What girl? I don't see anything. Oh, maybe you can't see, but you can feel, can't you? No, Norris, don't move. Oh, I ain't moving. Make sure you don't. What's that cold thing pressing against my neck? You mean this? Oh, oh God. Take that thing out of my neck. And I said don't move. Oh, I ain't, all but... All right, uh... Bella. The
2: party is well on the other side.
3: Good, then we're all alone. You, you ain't gonna shoot me here. You can't. No, I know you've got better sense You're right, to... I won't shoot you here, but... Oh, now, stop talking like that. Then get in the car. You talk to him,
2: Miss. Now, you tell him. Let me. him have it here, baby. Oh, no, no, please. Don't no no baby. Let him
3: have no, it. Now, I'd like to, and I will. It gives me the least bit of trouble. Now, get in the car. I ain't moving. The police... I Look... talked to the Baltimore police, smart boy. They aren't coming. Oh, no. Now, get in. No, wait a minute. Stand still while I get your keys. You got them? Yeah. Here, you take them, and you drive, Della. Okay, Betty. Head back to Baltimore. Watch your speedometer. Look out for a little side road, a mile and a half up.
2: Mile and a half? That's
3: right. When you come to it, turn to the right. There's a concrete culvert. Oh.
2: Okay, baby.
3: And step on it. Okay, oh,
2: hey,
1: baby. And
3: step on it. Oh,
1: hey, baby. And
3: step on it. Oh, hey, baby. And step on it. Oh, Mr. Mason. You shut up. We'll turn up the road and get rid of this. And we'll beat it out of town. Oh, Mr. Mason, please. Please in an hour. Please, Mr. Mason. I said shut up. Oh, uh, I'm a poor man, Mr. Mason. You better enjoy this ride, Mr. Norris. Oh, take that thing out of my neck and let me turn around and look at you, Mr. Mason. Enjoy I, the I'm... scenery, Norris. This is your last ride. Scenery, Norris. This is your last ride. Scenery, Norris. This is your last ride. Oh, Mr. Mason. You tried to double-cross I me. i got a wife and children. We'll
2: send them flowers. Oh, you,
3: you, you don't want to do nothing to me. Oh, there's the side oh, road. You're, you're just teasing. Watch the ride. It's a dirt road.
2: Yeah, I see. A real bad road. Yeah,
3: make as much time as you can.
2: Right.
3: I'll tell you when to stop.
2: Okay, baby.
3: Oh, no, please, Mr. Mason. No, don't baby. turn around and be quiet, or I'll let you have it now. is far enough, Della. We've
2: come five miles,
3: baby. All right, leave the car lights on. All right, Norris, outside. Oh, outside? You heard me.
2: Oh, I don't want to get out. Oh, let him have it in the car, baby. No, baby. I don't want to
3: spoil your post. Oh, Mr. May, out. Oh.
2: oh.
3: All right, now, just walk to the front of the car. Oh, now, Mr. May, you've got to listen to me. Take that gun out of my let neck a minute. Let me do it, baby. Oh, stop me. talking that way, ma'am. Stop here. Oh, Lord. Let me do it, Harry. Let me no, do it. No, this is my job. Oh, you, uh, you push it through my neck. This guy tried to double-cross me. This is my job. But you can hold this a minute, Della. Oh, don't let her get her hands on that gun.
2: Just hold it. Yeah,
3: well, I cut the labels off this coat. You got it? Got it. All right. now, I'll take the identification out of his wallet. Oh, please, please, listen, Mr. No. Please. All right, Della, let me have it again. Go
2: ahead. Blast him, baby.
3: It's set, Morris. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have
2: it. I I'm gonna stand still. I'm gonna run out of
1: Come
3: back here. Come back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Would you mind giving me back my lipstick? A uh, baby?
3: Uh careful, it's loaded. <laughs> All right, Della. Now, back to Baltimore. Baltimore? Yes, it's nearest to the trains and buses. We've got Norris's car. Norris is going to stop running sometime. And when he does, he's going to start to think.
2: We could make Washington.
1: Oh,
3: I pointed the trail for Denver. Are
1: we still going to Atlanta?
3: Yes, but separately.
1: Separately?
3: We've got to split up. I'll explain on the way back. Come on, get in, Della. We are in a race now.
0: Well, Perry Mason is right, as I can promise you. He and Della are in a race. A much more desperate race than even Perry Mason suspects. But more of that tomorrow. So be sure to join us, won't you?
1: Classic Streams
2: This concludes another
0: episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening.